Hello and welcome back on Econwising. I'm your host How Yu, and、uh, today we're going to talk about mercantilism.、Uh, this was an economic system of trade that spanned from the 16th century to the 18th century. Mercantilism is based on the principle that the world's wealth was static, and consequently, many European nations attempted to accumulate the largest possible share of that wealth by maximizing their exports and limiting their imports via policies such as tariffs. The discipline was first popularized in Europe during the 1500s, and it was based on this idea that a nation's wealth and power was best served by increasing exports in an effort to collect precious metals like gold and silver. Mercantilism replaced the feudal economic system in Western Europe. If we take England as an example, the epicenter of the British Empire, which had relatively few natural resources due to its size, in order to grow its wealth, England introduced fiscal policies that discouraged colonialists from buying foreign products, while creating incentives to buy only British. Indeed, examples of such policies include the Sugar Act of 1764, which raised duties on foreign refined sugar imported by the colonies. This was in an effort to give British sugar growers in the West Indies a monopoly over the colonial market. Similarly, the Navigation Act of the 1651 forbade foreign vessels from trading along the British coast and required colonial exports to first pass through British control before being redistributed throughout Europe. Programs like these resulted in a favourable balance of trade that increased Great Britain's national wealth. Under mercantilism, nations frequently engaged their military to ensure local markets and supply sources were protected to support the idea that their nation's economic health heavily relied on its supply of capital. It could be said that to get a nation's economy to develop, to develop quickly and catch up with more advanced nations, you need the government to intervene heavily in the economy to protect local industry and firms by protectionist measures such as tariffs and subsidies. You also need to limit as much as possible the import of goods and services and the export of capital. In other words, you need to sell foreigners more things than they sell you, and you must keep and invest your money in your own country. Perhaps one of the mercantilism's most prominent exponents at the time was the French statesman Jean-Baptiste Colbert, and sorry for the pronunciation, who believed it was key to store wealth. The system went on to inform the 19th century American and German economic policy, while also playing a role in the development of Japan and other East Asian nations, such as Taiwan, Singapore, and especially China. In today's world,、um, mercantilism most goes by the name of economic nationalism, or as the theory of export-oriented growth. Critics of the economic system include people such as Hajun Chang, professor at Cambridge University for Economics, who uses mercantilism to criticize globalization. He argues that global mobilization and free markets have kicked away the ladder of state intervention and protectionism that rich countries once used to develop a strong economy. As of the characteristics of mercantilism, well, there are many. Firstly, foreign merchants put emphasis on foreign trade. They knew that gold and silver are not plentiful, and they wanted to procure gold and silver from other countries by selling their own products to them. And this is one of the greatest characteristics of mercantilism.
Then there's an emphasis on money, as merchants has understood、uh, that for the development of trade, money is needed. This led them to discard barter, as they saw what money does. Being cash-rich in modern terms, galvanized mercantilism. We also have the introduction of charging interest. In principle, money which was lent to foreigners charging an interest increased the amount of money、uh, flowing inside a country.、Um, additionally, it also inspired a trader to work hard for the repayment of the money which they had borrowed, and also encouraged them to want to be rich. As such, profits and benefits became two sides of mercantilism. Mercantilism also puts an emphasis on population. The presence of more population helps the growth of industry, which leads to more production. Some academics, such as Samuel Fortress, had advised that in case of need, refugees are to be employed in different factories and given shelter in the country for more production. This means that even back then, we can see this idea of migrants becoming the driving force for a nation for a nation's economic growth, creating almost a sort of brain drain system.、Uh, the exponents of mercantilism put, put emphasis on land and labor, and so mercantilism delivering the message that a country should be economically prosperous. This means that a country should be self-sufficient in production and regulation of trade and commerce. The merchants of Europe had devised means to regulate trade and commerce of a country. In fact, every European country、uh, framed laws to regulate its trade and its commerce. By these laws, it was not possible to import goods from outside countries, and an emphasis on exporting the surplus of a country was being placed, as we have mentioned before. Mercantilism was meant to encourage capitalism. As a matter of fact, the capitalists invested their capital or made mercantilism more mobile. It was difficult、uh, on the part of mercantilism to thrive without capital, and this helped the growth of trade and commerce. This ideology encouraged trade deficits for foreign nations, as the goals of mercantilism is to build wealth, meaning that any opportunity to do so is encouraged. Furthermore, from a trading perspective, raw materials were a hot commodity for nations participating in mercantilism because they could be refined into manufactured goods and resold to foreign nations at a higher price. This this is a perfect example of what it means to buy low and sell high. We then have naturally reducing unemployment rates because there is such an emphasis on developing local resources. The jobs were created from the finding of resources to creating innovative new products, from those selling in new markets. Additional opportunities were created in each colony, and cultural exchanges were encouraged to promote charitable trade. The rules of business have not really changed since the beginning of times. In fact, first and foremost, before any long-lasting relationship can be created, a relationship must be first established, because the foundation of mercantilism is to continue increasing business opportunities. Many cultural exchanges are encouraged, and these, you know, kind of moved outside of the business perspective and enhanced standards of living. But these also come with some negatives. For starters, it created high levels of resentment. For instance, trickle-down economics works on paper, but it just doesn't work in real life, thanks to the inherent greed of so many people. Why give others money when you can keep yourself rich? This, create, this created a situation in which the rich tend to get richer, and the working class gets stagnant at best. This eventually creates resentment, ultimately leading to rebellion and many colonies seeking independence.
We then also have this idea that there is always a risk of local raw materials and resources running out. Since mercantilism is based on the complete use of natural resources, there will always be a day when those resources run out. You know, natural resources are finite in nature, so even if there is an extensive reserve in place that can be accessed, that reserve will one day run out. If that happens sooner or rather than later, then the entire economy will collapse. And last but not least, the system is ultimately quite inefficient because materials and goods are shipped back and forth between colonies and their mother nation. The price of goods become inflated more than they need to be. Even with modern shipping methods, it costs less to manufacture goods locally, where raw materials are available than it does to ship those items back and forth. Because of this, it also creates vulnerabilities in both economies should those shipments be intercepted by someone else.